It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Hey, we get it. You don't want to be hearing a progressive commercial right now. So let us tell you something you do want to hear. You are intelligent. You make all the right decisions. You were smart before smart was cool, and you made it cool again. You have a wealth of knowledge, and you are so very clever. <laughs> I bet you already knew I was going to say that, you genius. There. Don't you feel better? You'll also feel better when you hear you could save big when you switch to progressive. But I'm pretty sure you already knew that, too. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. If there were a world record award to give for world's greatest delay of game, it would definitely go to 2020. But even though MLB had a break, your business didn't. You have to keep moving, and that makes hiring more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. Right now, Indeed is offering listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash SBMLB. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash SBMLB. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through September 30th. Without further ado, let's check the checkity. It seems much lower today. It is much normal. lower today. Uh, I had Frank Anthony in here, former voice of Petco Park, in here to adjust. Wow. We can adjust further if you'd like them higher. No, I mean, I'm just so excited. Yeah, because uh, the, the Unnamed Soccer podcast tried to record in here today. Didn't work. And they came to me and they said, podcast studio is broken. And I was like, oh, no, not again. And I walked in, boards operating fine, computers getting absolutely no audio. And I said, Frank Anthony, you're the smartest man I know. And he said, please don't say that. And I said, I need you to come in and fix the board. And he came in, he said, the board's fine. I was like, but the computer's not getting audio. A little click, 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 click. Audio's coming in. And he's like, oh, who set this, this audio so high? Let me just lower this for you to a reasonable, and we're good. And so we're better than ever. Better than ever. We're, we're almost to the point where now that I, I like, I want to talk louder. Do it. I'm, <laughs> Yell into the talk, microphone. Well, you can't look. It, there's a limit. I know. He's put a limit on that bad that's, boy. That's as that's as much okay. as the lettuce. Okay, yell. so that that's good. That's good to know. Uh, I'm I'm watching the ticking clock here because our good friends, the uh, the very important uh, Scott and Br show, they're going to do their podcast. Yeah, it says twelve on the door. Maybe it's twelve ish. Uh, I was told closer to twelve fifteen. Well, we'll see. Uh, only in that I've I've got a VO thing I've got to crank out. VO? Yeah. So uh voiceover. You, yeah. Do oh, you know okay. who Ernie Hahn is? Absolutely. He runs the uh hold on, let me get the name right. The uh Valley View Casino Center. That is correct and has for a long time. Yeah. Under uh, other names too. 
his, his name was different. The, no, no, but oh, San Diego like Sports. I pay one. Or, remember when it was the I. I was one not arena? in San Diego when that happened. It was I pay one arena. I was for in a Philadelphia while. when it was the I pay one arena. That was um, not. That was not a good name. Yeah, Ernie Hahn also uh, earned some of my ire. Yeah. And he was part of the uh, the group that was emailed about how they were going to shut down Soccer oh, City. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was part true. of that group. That's true. And I was like, come on, Arnie. You got you to gotta help us out. You let us forward the Mighty 1090, these emails, please, so we don't have to wait until after the project is <laughs> okay, dead. Okay, well, set that part aside, Soccer City guy. He's a good man. Yes. And uh, his birthday is coming up, like 50th birthday. 50? He's only yeah. 50? Yeah, he's a young guy. Good Lord. And so- uh, I hope I'm that successful when I'm 50. They're having a big birthday party for him. At the uh, Valley View Casino Center? Yes. And they're going to have- I like how you say they, like Ernie's not the one who makes that call. No, it's like the staff, like, or, you know, I mean, I'm sure he agrees to okay. it. Okay. I'm sure he's agreed to it. Right. Because it's going to be a big deal. It's not like it's a surprise party. Okay. Uh, and, like, there's a video- that they want me to do some oh, voiceover, voiceover for. Are you giving them a craigasm? No, it's more, I, I think it's going to be more of a theatrical performance. Not not like me yelling hockey. Oh. It's like, you know. As if that's not a theatrical performance. <laughs> okay, well, be that as it may. Uh, so here's the hook. The hook is, it's a costume party. Oh. It's a rock star costume, costume hmm. party. Okay. Which, when I saw that, immediately got the wife to a no. <laughs> hey, do you want to go to this? Is that, um, no. Um, no, it's, I've been to a rock star costume party before. Yeah? Yeah. I, I, everyone agreed that I picked absolutely the best outfit. You did? It, yeah, because you know me. It was, it was as, like, I thought my way through how can I give as little effort as possible. And I, I uh, pulled out some jeans that had some holes in them. Yes. Dirtied them up. Yeah. Uh, I uh, I think I had boots on maybe, and I had a, a flannel shirt, and I, even like a, maybe like a bandana or, or something. Uh, and I walked in, and everyone's like, oh, you're Bruce Springsteen. Like, absolutely, <laughs> I'm Bruce Springsteen. Rock star Bruce Springsteen, because I'm wearing a flannel shirt tucked right. into my dirty old jeans. I was jeans. going with Kurt Cobain there, maybe. No, no, it's no, because it, some... no, it was tucked in. Oh. That's oh, how everyone uh, knew. Ah, uh, and the uh-huh. boots too. Kirk Cobain wouldn't wear the boots. Okay, so that's kind. Of, so is that what you would wear to if, Ernie Hahn's to, birthday party? If you were gonna go to Ernie's party, what kind of rock star? How would you want to dress up? Like, if you didn't have to dress that way, what would you want to do? Or is that what you'd want to do? If I, what do you mean? If I didn't have to dress? I that mean, way? like that's what you did before. You like, if the have... world, if the world was my oyster, and I could just right, yeah, you could dress up as anything. Uh, I don't know. What did Meatloaf wear? Didn't he wear like a full? What did Meatloaf wear? Didn't he wear a full body suit at some point? A nice glaze. (laughs) There is no room in this podcast for your dad jokes. Please, we're trying to make the Padres great again. We're we're not trying to give people dad jokes. Nice, nice ketchup. I'm just going to keep rolling with it. No, I don't know. What what did Meatloaf wear? A leather jacket? I always think of like a leather jacket. There you go. I'd wear a leather jacket. It'd be Meatloaf. You'd wear a leather jacket? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what I really want to wear. I'll tell you what I want to wear. Bell bottoms. Uh, bell bottoms. Uh, yeah! Uh, bell bottoms. I want to wear bell bottoms. What do you think about that? Wear bell bottoms. Can I, Can you order those? Bell bottoms, like on the on the ordering thing. Yeah, except I don't think they call them bell bottoms anymore. I think they're called flares. Oh man! I 
Thanks for such a worse song. Flares. 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 It's true. <laughs> Make for an awful, awful blues rock song. Let me tell you about the most groovy. Flares. <laughs> Craig and John making the Padres great again. What's happening, everyone? Happy summer. Del Mar's opened up. Going to be out of Del Mar on Saturday. Yeah, you Saturday. are. We're taping this on Thursday. You said you're not going to be there? No, I will be. You're going to be there. Yeah. You're going to be there. I know. I have my ticket and everything to get into the Seaside Cabana. Maybe, uh, maybe one. So I'm going to do a show from one to four. Yeah. Hopefully you'll be there. I mean, at, a, the, at a Chargers event. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, always happy to have my man John alongside. Uh, but we'll also, I assume, have Charger peoples, like various Charger players. If, if you're lucky. Hope so. <laughs> I think this. Is, I don't want to spend three hours talking about how I was praying for Uwe von Shaman's field goals to miss at the Epic in Miami, but that'd be fun. That's at least one segment, but I don't want to do three hours of that. Okay. Uh, but so uh, that'll be one to four on Saturday, and then maybe afterwards uh, we can uh, we can bet some horse racing. Maybe. What do you think about that? We'll see. That's that's now my whole Saturday is at Del Mar. I'd like some time away because I'm that's work. I know you're not working five days a week these days. You're just like, hey, let's just spend all day not at home. Like, I, this, yeah. I'm, I'm literally. Seems great. This week, I'm, I haven't done a generally speaking podcast. We're not doing a casual Friday tomorrow. I don't think. Not. No, I, I haven't had time to, to do anything but work this week. And tonight, I'm going to the Retro Futura concert for Max. Tomorrow, I'm going to be at Comic Con all day. Saturday, I'm going to be at Del Mar doing this this uh, Chargers thing. And you know my my wife totally understanding and and wonderful and probably spending more time a with lot you of more time with yeah me. I mean it's been great I I just I haven't been home relaxing outside of the time that I'm literally asleep in my bed like I get home from work and I just go straight to bed and I just fall asleep and that's been my week so I'm probably gonna skip out on the Chargers thing whenever I can mm, mm. see Rebecca could use some alone time. Because She's had so much alone time this week. All the time she spent with me. So uh, maybe just the two of us hanging out would give her a chance to get a break. Yeah. Anyways, uh, let's talk some Padres. We've got some interesting stuff lined up. I'm really looking forward to hearing a couple of rants from my friend John, who got all worked up over something. Uh, you saw my. I, there was there was a good little tweet storm, and oh, someone someone tweeted back. I was like, oh, throwback Janeiro tweet storm. Was like, yeah, yeah, it was good. Uh, but we're going to start with where the Padres are right now, which is on what could be a really productive road trip in the dirt. Yeah. right in the dirt. Woo, eighteen to four. How do you like that, Clayton? I, I'd like to make this a thing. Clayton Mado hits Richard. Like that's his new name. Because he's made of hits. He's made O hits. Made O hits. He's yeah. I saw this tweet. With the apostrophe. I, I, I saw this. It's got to be the O apostrophe. It was the O apostrophe hits. with a Z at the end. Yeah, well, and I, I was can like, go made O hits or made O hits. Well, with the Z, it's vaguely Jewish, but I, I don't. <laughs> Is that a thing? Is that yeah. a type of matzah hits? Go get the hits. <laughs> Uh, I was so I didn't watch this game because I was at Del Mar yesterday for opening day. Because as we said, I'm not home at all this week. And I'm walking back to my car, and I'm walking with Andrew Buer, who's the Mighty 1090s Padres reporter. And it was just around the time that the game ended, 18-4 to final score. And he's going, man, how embarrassing. 18-4. to Are you kidding me? And I looked at him, and I was like, what is the problem here? Yeah. And he's like, what? I'm like, 
We're trying to lose games. They haven't done a good enough job of losing games. Now they're losing games by a lot. Like, it's never in doubt that they were going to lose that game. Why is this a problem? And all of a sudden, he got a little smile on his face. He's like, you know what? You're absolutely right. And I cheered <laughs> up his whole day. That's what we've been trying to spread the cheer that people haven't understood all season here on Make the Padres Great Again. This is why it's always been a fun year, because when they win, it's like, yeah, all right. And when they lose, it's like, okay, that's what we need. Yeah. Get some more of them losses. Get on with that tank. Yeah. And, you know, that's led to, again, being a summer that all the way to the All-Star break, you're like, wow, they're they're not doing bad. Hey, well, it's, they're uh, getting a couple wins here. There's, there's a lot of ways in which this season has been um, disastrous uh, in terms of both the tank and in terms of trying to win games. Um, but... Right now, I actually think they're doing things the right way because they're losing games, at least the last few. Uh, but Brad Hand is not getting hit. Uh, Julius Chassin still pitching well. Trevor Cahill. Cah- Trevor Cahill still putting on pretty good performances every time he's handed the ball. So what are they doing? They're building value in their current trade assets, and they're losing games at a faster pace than some of the other teams that they're competing for for the tank this year. So I think it's been a pretty successful four or five days. Yeah, well, just the last three in Colorado. They had won, I believe, three series in a row prior to that. Uh, you know, which is, I mean, again, goody two-shoes. And as I noted on Twitter, like, wow, they're kind of starting to look like maybe they're going to be another 75 and 87 or 76 and 86 And then team. they went and, like, swept the Giants this past weekend. Yeah, but, but you know, when two or three from the Giants. Getting, getting swept by Colorado was helpful. And they could go lose some games here to San Francisco. Well, Especially if Panda's back. Yeah, we'll talk a little NL West later uh, in the podcast. But, I, you know, a lot of people reminded me, hey, you know, the roster, and it's something we both know, the roster can look different in a couple of weeks than it does right now. But the one thing, John, that I think is worth noting, uh, and I heard our, our friends over on uh, Kept Faith talking about this as well, you know, when you're playing a rebuild like this, and you're tanking, but you're doing it with young players, it's different than if you have a bunch of old placeholders. You know, if, if Melvin Upton and Matt Kemp were out there right now with Derek Norris dogging it up, then it's a lot easier in a way to tank games. You know what I mean? Because these are do-nothing veterans, just stink, stink, you know? Yeah. But when it's Manny Margot and Will Myers and Austin Hedges and Aswahe, you know, these are – and Renfro, these are young players – that are part of the team's future, or at least part of their short-term future. And so when they do well and they have stretches of success, it's not like we're sitting there in the corner going, boo, stop it, Margot, stop getting hits. Stop getting a home run here and there, Myers. You know, that's that's not the case at all. You have to kind of accept that they're probably going to do better than – uh, the Astros did losing a hundred plus three years in a row because they've already got a lot of young players contributing at the big league level. I'm gonna um, make a counter argument to your specific example because when you're losing games like this and you have a Matt Kemp out there and you have a Melvin Upton Jr. out there and you have a James Shields out there, that is a mistake. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. 
and MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. You screwed up. Right. Because you're paying these guys a lot of money to lose games. So what they're doing now, understanding that they're going to have less viewership on TV, less people listening on the radio, less butts in the seats, is they've made their roster as cheap as possible, which means young players. And really, like, yes, you're you're rooting for these guys, and yes, you're you're hoping that they stick around, but none of these guys, with the potential exception of Hedges and and Margot, none of these guys are blue chip prospects. None of them are like they're definitely going to be here in five years, and the team is going to get built around them. So if Carlos Suarez comes up and he plays good. Good. I want Carlos Asuaje to be good. And if the Padres trade him one day, fine, they trade him. But if Carlos Asuaje comes up and he's terrible, I don't feel bad about it. I'm like, okay, well, he's in that spot because he's the cheapest option there, not because of they're trying to win or anything like that. Yeah. And as such, I think the Padres tank is maybe a little bit better on track than it looked like even just a few days ago. And I think a couple of weeks from now could— uh, definitely tell a different story. Now, uh, you went to the game on Sunday when Trevor Cahill pitched into the seventh inning, as I remember. I watched from home. Really looked sharp. Cahill, uh, I, I saw Major League Baseball trade rumors put up a poll about rental one-year rent, rental pitchers available. Who do you think would be the best? And Trevor Cahill was winning that poll last time I checked. I was sitting in the right field bleachers at Petco Park on Sunday, uh, drinking heavily because it was my friend's birthday. And every 30 minutes or so, I'd look up and it seemed like Trevor Cahill was going one, two, three through the order again and again and again. And no one was getting good wood on the ball. It was just every single time. So he is on fire right now. Uh, I totally understand him being the highest valued one-year rental left, I think. Um, but there's probably a few guys that might be available that weren't on that list. Uh, but, yeah, the sunny grays of the world. Yeah, but we've talked about he has a lot of value as a relief pitcher, and now he's showing he has a lot of value as a starting pitcher. I mean, he was the guy that we kind of thought before the year started, if he could show something, he could be our Drew Pomerantz. And he didn't get there because the injury kind of derailed him. But remember, before he got injured, he was doing this. Mm-hmm. And so now he's doing it again Pretty consistently, I mean, I guess you got to worry about an injury. Maybe, maybe not. Um, I, I know we've talked about you probably don't want him starting playoff games for you, but his versatility is key because he can start games to get you there and then be your sixth, seventh inning guy once you get to the playoffs. 
And right now, there's not a lot of guys that are as consistently just shutting down other teams like he is. Next one or two starts, short-term value here is going to be really important. There's going to be a lot of teams around baseball watching his next start. Yeah, and and the one after that. Meanwhile, uh, we are starting to see the trades uh, begin, and we'll talk again a little bit more NL West uh, later because the Diamondbacks went out. They got J.D. Martinez. Uh, the Dodgers haven't made a big move yet. Uh, the Dodgers are 31-4 and four in their last 35 games, so maybe they don't need to make a move. Um, it, it's telling that the only thing they're really looking for is, like, bullpen arms, and it's because that's probably the only thing on their entire roster you would look at and not go, perfect. Yeah. Like, it's like, okay, you, you know, ideally want two or three really good bullpen arms, but you have six guys out there, and they're like, yeah, we have four really good bullpen arms, so... We can get two more. Yeah. Like, they're, they're, their resources are infinite, and they're just smarter than most people. When We knew when Andrew Friedman went from the Rays to the Dodgers that this was potentially coming, this team that's just like unstoppably both smart and rich and powerful with a huge fan base and a great home stadium against an NL West that's not that strong, and now they're here, and they, they are an unstoppable train, and... I think Dave Roberts last year proved to everyone that he's the right guy for it. Like, everyone was like, ooh, Dave Roberts, he hasn't, you know, no experience as a manager, really. It's like, how's this going to work out? Because he's got such a valuable thing in his hands, and he was such a good manager last year, and I think he's even better this year. They have no holes, right? Uh, we'll, we'll get, Adrian Gonzalez, maybe? I'll, I'll, I've got a couple things that I can think about, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, but I wanted to get you to one of the points you made before we came into the into the studio, which is that uh, the Yankees just traded for bullpen help. They did. The Mariners just traded for uh, the Marlins, David Phelps. They did. For bullpen help. Uh, do you think that the Padres are opportunistically positioning themselves no. in the market? No. No. I, I think you're taking... How many teams are going into the trade deadline thinking we're willing to give up big prospects for big bullpen arms? Three? Four? And you probably just took two of them off the market. So I think—and and really, when I saw the, the Mariners news, uh, which was this morning while I was driving in, my thought was, I wonder if this is what we were all afraid of. You know, the after everything happened with Preller last trade deadline, the fear was nobody's going to do any deals with him. Has there been a trade since then? That the Padres have made? Uh-huh. Uh, been a part of? The Padres have been a part of? They made some kind of trade in the offseason, didn't they? I don't... Can you think of somebody? You're putting me on the spot right now in something I wasn't thinking about. But, I mean, I, I honestly don't think, I mean, maybe some lower-level prospects for lower-level prospects, but I don't think the Padres have traded for or traded a major league player since last year's trade deadline. And I'm wondering if A.J. Preller's getting stonewalled. Because last year, Rodney was like the first reliever traded, remember? Yeah. And I think they wanted to do a similar thing with Brad Hand when everyone's the most desperate— but now, I mean, even the, the Nationals traded for pitching, right? They traded for the, the Oakland pitchers. Yeah, no, you're right. They traded for the two Oakland pitchers. And, and the Nationals were the one that we were circling going, maybe right, it's the Nationals. Yeah, and then yeah. it was like, oh, well, maybe the Yankees. Nope. And so I, I really don't know who's left that's going to be desperate for bullpen arms and has good prospects to throw back. Uh, someone was on with Cilio the other day and said, well, the team that the Padres should really be dealing with is Houston Astros because they have so many prospects. Well, uh, the Dodgers. Well, yeah, the, the, and they've they've talked to the Dodgers, but 
Number one, from what we've heard, Preller's asking for way too much for Brad Hand. But right. that's besides the point. My point is I'm wondering if A.J. Preller is being completely stonewalled by the other GMs in baseball and we just haven't woken up and realized it yet. Interesting question. Barring factual rebuttal, I will table I'll, that thought. I'll look up. I'll literally go through the transactions after we're done recording and see if there's been a trade since basically since Colin Ray got sent back. Because I mean, I, I've been trying to think just in my mind through basically the roster. Can't think of anybody, can right? you? Right. I mean, Chasin was picked up free agency. Cahill yep. was picked up free, free agency. agency. Richard was a free agent and with the team last year. And they year. re-signed him. Right. Um, Maurer was here. Hand was Weaver here. Weaver was a free agent. Mm-hmm. None of the position players. I mean, uh, you know, they, they made they made some trades for Rule 5 guys. They traded for Cordoba and Torrens, I think. Yeah, yeah. But that's, you know, technically that you're not really trading for Major League Talent at that point. You're trading right. for prospects that the other teams willingly let, you know, in the, the Rule 5 draft. So not, not the highest value things. Well, okay. Let's get to the 31st to test the hypothesis. I'm just If he can't make a trade through the deadline, then we'll really have something to talk about. I I'm I'm a person who battles anxiety for a lot of my life and most of my days and uh I'm I'm just starting to get really anxious about it cuz if you get through the trading deadline and not a single trade is made, then you might have like I said, then we have something to talk then, about. Then then it might be it's time to bring in another GM. It's time to bring in someone that the other teams are willing to deal with and relegate Preller to head of international scouting. All right. After this, I'd like to ask you who's the most likely to succeed in the current class of Padres. Plus, I I know you've got a Jed Jerko rant that is worth hearing. But first, got to tuck some iron fist. You and I were at Iron Fist, Barrio Logan, Monday night, watching Luis Perdomo get smacked around Coors Field. He did. They yanked him awfully quick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you give up all the runs. It's Colorado. <laughs> it's Colorado. You can, when you get up seven runs, you want, you want to give him up 11? What? You, you can come back from 11 runs down in Colorado. They almost but- did. The point was neither one of us were really upset about it because, number one, the Padres are tanking. And, number two, we were drinking Iron Fist beer. We were. We were at a Padres viewing party. They were handing out T-shirts. Can I tell you? I, I walked up to the bar, and uh, the you know what they call a bartender at a brewery? What? A beer tender. Okay. So I walked up to the beer tender, and I've known to do this now at the, the Barrio Logan location. When they don't have Estrella Del Barrio on the menu, oftentimes you can still ask for it, and they have some somewhere. So I looked at the menu, wasn't up there, and I asked her. I was like, no Estrella Del Barrio? And she came over to me with the saddest look on her face, and she goes, I know. It's my favorite, too. And I was like, (laughs) it's the best beer. And she's like, it'll be back soon. Don't worry. And she's like, but here, try this other one. And it was a beer that I've never had before from Iron Fist. Oh, really? Yeah, it wasn't a spicy beer, but she's like, here, and it's some weedy something. And she's she's like, this is what I've been drinking until that one comes back. And she gave me a little taste, and I tasted it, and it was delicious. So I had a, had a couple of those with you and Caesar and uh, Anya. Have a taste adventure of your own. Go to the tasting room at Barrio Logan. It's right off of Caesar Chavez Road, uh, off of the five. It's easy to get to. Why are you doing a, a commercial for a Gulls game right now? What? Just went right into commercial. Have a taste adventure at Iron Fist. 
Available at Sprouts, not at Trader Joe's. Why? Iron Fist. Because Trader Joe's, I, I checked my local Trader Joe's yeah. uh, last weekend, and they didn't have it either. I was very upset. Did you ask for two bells? I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I'm, I'm a little less adventurous with you when it comes to yelling at my local Trader Joe's. Iron Fist, a taste adventure. Okay, so I was thinking about this as we talk about the tank on track, but there's young players, and you and I aren't rooting against these young guys that are developing, and you hope that they turn into something. But you wonder if there's a little cynicism with Padres management, like, yeah, these are our quote-unquote prospects, but we've got, wait till you see the good stuff we got around back. Yeah. You know. Uh, we're saving the good stuff in the back for a couple of years from now. We're, we're we're letting it age in oak barrels. And as such, I was thinking, and we've kind of done this thought experiment before, but I'm going to just phrase it a different way. If you were going to give someone that's on the roster right now the most likely to succeed award, and by that I mean when this team is winning, the next time champagne is spilled in joy in the locker room it lands on the head of what player who's currently on the roster i got a better way of asking this question all right what uh remember all the rage a few years back and the astros used a lot of this strategy to their current success was signing players in their first year to long-term extensions buying out their arbitration years Buy and giving them more money now so you can buy out their free agency years as well. So if you could give any player on the roster right now, uh, let's call it an eight-year deal. And I mean, the, the Padres did this in a, a lesser extent with, with Jerko and Cameron Mabin and Corey Loopke and Nick Hundley. Mm, yeah, and did, and, yeah, Jerko. And, and then, yeah, yes, we will talk about Jed Jerko. But uh, if if... Right now, average weight loss fifteen point four pounds in the first two months. Are guaranteed cancel within first fourteen days. Discount with two months of auto delivery. Food charge and shipped every four weeks. Call or see website for details. Do you want to lose eighteen pounds fast and improve your health? Now you can lose up to eighteen pounds in your first two months with Nutrisystem. Get delicious breakfasts, lunches, dinners, even snacks and shakes delivered safely to your door. All delivered for free. It's easy to follow, and you'll see results in your first week. Just text body to thirty two thirty two thirty two. You'll get your favorite foods made healthier and perfectly balanced to put your body in fat burning mode. Text body to 323232 right now and get 50% off a month of meals and shakes. That's right, 50% off a month of meals and 50% off a month of shakes with probiotics to help support your immune system. Just text BODY to 323232 right now. There's even a money-back guarantee. Millions of people have lost weight with Nutrisystem, and you can too. Lose up to 18 pounds in your first two months. Just text BODY to 323232. That's B-O-D-Y to 323232. Texting privacy policy and terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting enrolls for recurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop to opt out. Hot flashes, irritability, intimate dryness, even unsatisfying sex. Hi, I'm Dr. Alyssa Dweck, a board-certified OBGYN who has spent over 20 years helping women just like you safely find relief from these very natural symptoms without having to resort to hormones. To help my patients feel their best, I recommend products from Bonafide Health. Bonafide is a women's health company dedicated to providing women with non-hormonal and clinically validated products that work. Bonafide provides safe and effective solutions to manage a range of menopausal, sexual health, and PMS-related symptoms. That's why I recommend Bonafide products to my patients every day. In fact, I am also a Bonafide medical advisor. What I like most is that Bonafide products provide women real relief without compromise. 
size. Ladies, don't waste another minute feeling less than your best. Go to HelloBonafide.com and use code RADIO39 to save 20%. That's HelloBonafide.com and code RADIO39. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Offer valid on subscription only. AJ Preller dials you up and he says, Craig, I want to give a six-year contract to somebody on this roster. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Because we're talking about players on the roster, right? Now yeah. players in the farm system. Yeah. All right. I can give a six-year contract to somebody on this roster. Who are you giving it to? <sighs> you know, here's the hard thing about that. I'm I'm making kind of a funny face when you ask the question because it is a different question uh, as to whether I think a player is going to be on that winning roster or whether they should be there as as the holder of a long extension. Okay. Um, now, well, you you I, phrase it as current Padre most likely to succeed. Yeah. So you know if you're signing the guy that's going to get from here to there, it's if, actually going to make it from if, here to there. If you're signing a six year deal, you're essentially saying I believe this person yeah, will I succeed. Bet. Okay, so. Yeah, let's I'm, bet on somebody. So here's the thing. I've got a sneaky answer for who I thought was most likely to succeed, but I don't know that I'd give him a six-year contract extension. Okay? Ooh. So that's that's my thing. Now, I'm going to approach it backwards. I wouldn't give a six-year contract extension to, obviously, Myers, uh, who's <laughs> already got one. <laughs> yeah, I'd like that one back, please. Yeah, he's already got one. Uh Margot would be troublesome. Mm-hmm. I think Renfro would be a big question mark. That's that's my guy who's, I think that's your sneaky, uh, most likely to succeed. Well, I, if I have to give someone an extension, it might be Renfro, just because I think he's maybe got something to grow into. Uh, I'm not, Hedges, you know, dicey. Is he really worth a big contract extension? Is that the kind of thing? I think that might hinder his development um, in a weird way. Are you giving it to Franchi? No, I'm not giving it to Franchi. The guy, I, the guy that I, that's out there right now that I that on the Padres, I feel like ooh, and this I'm going to explain my bias after I say the name, Aswahe. Go ahead, because I I I was thinking about this not 15 minutes ago while while we were talking our way through the roster, and I think I'm going to have similar feelings. But go ahead. So, my bias is I think I have a historic bias toward diminutive Latin infielders. I don't know what it is. Like for example, um, I I used to think Ramon Vasquez was going to be good for the Padres. He wasn't really diminutive. He was kind of tall. Maybe six foot. Maybe six foot. He wasn't that big. Um, tall. 
<laughs> he wasn't tall at all. Uh, but there's something about Aswahe. He's got a lot of... I, to me, when I watch him play, I think he's got a lot of baseball sense. I think he's a... I think he's the kind of player that could stick around on a roster, that could find his way to being on a roster for a long time. And he's got that hit tool. I, it looks like he's got the hit tool. What if he's a, a Bayerga type? What if he gets a little pop and he winds up being a guy that gets doubles, triples, or a Fernando Vina type, you know? Gets doubles, triples, and homers the and plays some himself. defense. And then Albert Bell will just come along and forearm shiver him at some point. Uh, maybe not that part, but Aswahe's a guy I like. Now, would I give him a six-year contract? No, I wouldn't give him a six-year contract. I thought you were about to compare him to uh, a man we just saw who beat up on the Padres pretty good, Alexi Amarista. <laughs> the little ninja. Well, you know, I'd hope he'd be better than Alexi Amarista. I think he has a chance to be pretty good. I see what you're saying. Um, some of this is, is on my part, uh, recency bias. Is lately, I, I, before we started podcasting, I was showing you the uh, offensive war numbers for the, the Padres roster in the month of July. Yeah. To show you how, just how terrible Will Myers is. He probably is leading the team in o, o war in July. That's why. Second. He was yeah. second on the team. And uh, th- number one, come on. Come on. But, uh... Fire up the blast wagon, baby! Oh, oh come! On. <laughs> Just because he hit a homer, or he hit two. two. Hey, Apparently, two that was that was, that was enough. enough. It's you know small sample size. Uh, but <laughs> Aswahe has since he got called up this time, um, his fielding is good. Uh, no matter really where they put him, and he just seems to have a knack to get the bat on the ball. Like I think that's what you're seeing. Yeah, is he doesn't blow you away as a hitter, but he's never embarrasses himself. He always seems to get the bat on the ball in some way, shape, or form, usually with pretty good contact. Uh, and he's got, you know, good speed. He's not like a five-tool guy, but I, I could see how he could turn into a guy that, you know, oh, we have a hole at second, we have a hole at third, we have a hole in left. Um, Who's the guy that the Cubs signed away from the, the Rays? Uh, played, Zobrist. Yeah. Like almost a Zobrist type, but Zobrist obviously grew into be a very good hitter yeah. uh, and a, a plus-plus defender at half the positions he played at. But I could see how that's kind of a potential path you see for a spy if everything goes right. I'm sticking with Fernando Vina. He could be an all-star, hit 308 and, you know, hit for some double power and steal a few bags, play some really good defense. So I could be totally off. So, so, you know, let's do a bet that we're going to forget about. Three years from now, who's the second baseman for the San Diego Padres? Okay, I'll say a Swahe. You're going a Swahe? I'll say a Swahe. Over Spangenberg and— Certainly over Spangenberg. If if my—if you were going to give me a a blank— Javi Yeah, if you were going to give me a blank sheet of paper, you know, or multiple choice, I'd take field. You know, I'd take just someone we don't know yet is the the second baseman three years from now. The the funny thing about a Swahe is we've seen him come up and look kind of lost, and then every time he goes down, he hits the crap out of the ball. And this time he he comes up. He doesn't look lost. He looks like he figured something out. He's carried the the minor league success to the major league level, but he's still not a superstar. And I keep looking at him and thinking, this might be exactly what we see from Luis Urias in 
two years. Mm -hmm. It's the guy who he goes down, he hits the crap out of the ball, he comes up, he looks a little bit lost, he's got to go up, go down, and like kind of luck into a position where he's called up because there's an injury, and now he can kind of play in 15 straight games, and then he gets going, but you're always waiting for something more to be there. Uh, but I, I still I like Urias a lot, but everything I've seen from Aswahe has been fantastic. And uh, unlike Jose Perella, he has not fallen off the face of the earth. So who would you give a six-year contract extension to? Austin Hedges. Of course. Okay. Yeah. I, I just I see enough there for him to be a 250 hitter, and I see enough pop for him to be a 250 hitter with 15 home runs. And if he's Nick Hundley with the bat and a gold glove, uh, I would sign that because the, the other side of signing a guy to a six-year deal is you think you're getting a value by the end of it. Uh, I think that you would get a good value as Austin, from Austin Hedges by the end of it. I don't think he's turning into a superstar. I don't think there's a superstar on this roster. Uh, I, I damn sure don't think it's Will Myers. But I think the player that I would bet on to still be a good major league player in six years would be Austin Hedges. Okay. Because, you know, worst case scenario, he's Brad Ausmus in six years. I think that's the safest pick. Yeah. That's the safest pick. That's why Aswahe was kind of my sneaky pick, because I think figured you'd pick Hedges. Yeah. And that way we'd cover two spots on the board. Good job. All right. Now, players, of course, though, whether it be Will Myers or Austin Hedges or Carlos Aswahe, they develop at their own speed. John, no one can force a timetable of development. They develop at their own speed, with which I clear the stage for you to discuss one Jed Jerko. You've already told a lie. The lie that you've told is that nobody can force the speed of development. You are wrong. You've been beaten down by a poor organization. You know who can force a player's developmental speed? The Cardinals. The Cardinals! <laughs> Because every player who is on the Cardinals, whether it's a rookie or a guy that the Padres have just given up on yeah. and assume he's going to be overpaid because they've been playing him in the wrong position the whole time, he gets there and just magically, Jed Jerko turns into the player the Padres hoped he would when they signed him to the contract that he's now playing under and being a tremendous value for the St. Louis Cardinals. I'm really glad that they got a half season of John Jay for what might be <laughs> their best hitting prospect since Chase Headley? Like, the, the, one of their two best hitting prospects in the last 15 years. And they traded him away for half a season of John Jay on a tanking team, and he's just destroying worlds. And everyone saw it coming, Craig. He got traded to the Cardinals, and every single person said, well, the Cardinals are going to use their devil magic, and he's going to turn into a good player. I have a little trick for you. What's that? When someone says something is devil magic, that means that they are stupid, and they don't understand that player development is an actual functioning arm of a baseball organization. <laughs> When's the last time the Padres developed any of their players into anything? We got a... Oh, you need to tell the Chase Headley story at some point, but probably not today. Yeah. But we got one great month of Chase Headley, maybe two, and all the development that went into one player they've developed. All of the stars that they've had over the last 25 years, they've basically received from somewhere else. They didn't develop Chris Young as a, a pitcher. They didn't develop Adrian Gonzalez as a hitter. They they didn't develop— Kind of. I mean, yeah. maybe Peavy? Maybe sure, Peavy was homegrown all the way. 
Didn't they trade for Peavy? No, at some they, they drafted, drafted Peavy. They drafted, developed Peavy. Fine, Peavy. Traded him away. What was that, 15 years ago? Good job, Padres. It's just, just <laughs> Good job, Padres. Absolutely awful <laughs> at development. And and Jed Jerko, they should build a statue of Jed Jerko right outside of, like, A.J. Preller's office. To, not not to remind him of the terrible trade. I mean, maybe a little bit to remind him of the terrible trade. But to remind him that player development is really freaking important. And when you have a guy coming up through the system who's maybe your best hitting prospect in 10 years, you know what you don't do? You don't tell him, go play second base. You don't put him out in left field. You don't screw with him. Why are the Padres the only organization outside of maybe the Royals who understood that Alex Gordon could be like a gold glove left fielder? We put Phil Nevin in left field. We put Chase uh, Headley in left field. We put Jed Jerko in left field and second base. Klesko at left field. Uh, Solarte at second base. We played Jerko at shortstop. What is wrong with this team that they don't understand that when you develop a player in a position, maybe when he gets to the major league level and the rest of your team is garbage, don't put him in a different position just because it suits you that day. They screwed up this Jed Jerko thing. Well, Jed they screwed Jerko. it up. I, I'm not going to argue that the trade was bad because I argued when the trade was made that the trade was good. I understood what they were doing. They were gambling on the fact that that was going to be a bad contract and they wanted no part of it. And they were clearing the books because they knew they were tanking. But, <sighs> but it's but, frustrating. Well, I wish I was a Cardinals fan. They understand this game. Now, I'm just, I just want to point out they have played Jerko at – Third, first, second, where and left where this are year. The majority of his games this year, third base, third base by a wide margin. But the, he that was not more true. That was at not, second base last, last year, year. Last year, because they traded him, thinking, "Oh, remember they traded him like, oh, we're getting a utility player." And then what they said was, "Oh no, this guy is actually, if you develop him the right way, he's a pretty decent third baseman and probably sh- has no part playing in in second base or left field except in emergencies." Mm-hmm. So let's make him our third baseman. While you were ranting, I was— It's the best season he's ever had. Never mind. Yeah, 851 OPS. He's gone up, 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 up. You know, he's 801 last year, 851 this year. He's you know in the prime me? of his career. And and by the way, when they when they created the contract for Jed Jerko, I remember because I was at the time thinking it was a great way to lock up a young talent. Yeah. Uh, he was going to get expensive when he got good. That was the point. Mm-hmm. When he got to the point where he was really productive— it was when he was going to be, uh, you know, earning more money. And this year, he and by the way, it really does go up. He makes six million this year when he's really good, and he's he's worth way more than six million. He's worth fifteen million. But now, then it goes up to nine, and then it goes up to thirteen, and then thirteen again. So, I mean, he does keep getting more expensive. It did seem like an onerous contract to get out from under. But giving up on players is part of a franchise's developmental curse. Yeah. I was just trying to think while you were ranting about like the, and I couldn't come up with an outfield that made it work. But the, just if you did nothing, if if GM in a coma, instead of girlfriend in a coma, since when? For at least like the last three years. Didn't we do this already? Well, when? I was just thinking about the infield. You'd have Grandal at catcher, right? Yeah. I, you couldn't get you couldn't go all the way back to Rizzo. No. But you could have Alonzo. And, and then again, it raises the question, would Alonzo not just be hitting 270 That's with another four, one. That's another homers? example of someone who understands player development a thousand times better than the San Diego Padres do. No, we uh, – what's the name of the guy from Grantland that we had on? Ranny. Ranny. Yeah. Ranny 
made Jerko, the, Trey Dr- Turner. Ranny did this already. He made the argument that if AJ Preller had come into the Padres and not done anything, he would have ended up with one of the better teams in baseball. And instead, he blew it all up. And now he's trying to get back to where he was when he walked in the door. And we're not there yet. And some of Ranny's stuff. I mean, like he was like counting Seth Smith as an asset, you know, stuff like that. Like I, 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 oh, come on. I, Seth, Seth I have Smith's to rebuild a really whole outfield Padres. Uh, to to get to that distraction. Oh, but okay, fine. Um, Jed Jerko, another miss. But that brings me now to the guy that you're bashing daily, hourly, minutely, every breath. Who? You're like, <gasps> Meyer sucks. <gasps> Meyer sucks. That's like basically how it sounds. Did so, you, did you are see- you ready for him to go hit 320 or get three, did, 35 homers did, for someone else and then you freak out? Did you see AJ Cassaville's tweet yesterday about Myers? No. I mean, look, we're members of the media, kind of. Me a little bit more kind of than than you. You're a little bit more professional. But when it comes to the Padres <laughs> these days, you're a little bit more kind of than you are with the the Gulf. Sure. Uh, there there are you know stories and rumors and you hear stuff. And the the stories and rumors you hear about Will Myers are, are not great. And it's not that he's a bad guy. It's just you know you hear he's he's got a little bit of an ego and whatever. Uh, AJ Casville basically lit him up in a single tweet yesterday. And I, I, I wish I could go find it in a speedy manner, but Lord knows that that's not going to happen. So I'll, I'll, I'll summarize it. Uh, the tweet was, Will Myers just singled off the outfield wall in Coors Field. His lack of effort has been a problem all year long. Hmm. And it's like, you are the guy right. that last year when they when they traded Kemp and they were they, they traded Shields, you said, I'm going to be the leader. When they gave you that contract, this is my team. I'm the leader. I'm the veteran in the clubhouse. I relish this role. And what have you done? You've played like garbage, and now you're sulking, and you've been lazy all year. So why? See, this, I, I just want him gone because every day he's here, more and more stupid Padre fans go, oh, Will Myers, the face of the franchise. This is the guy we're building around. Don't build around him. He sucks. And he, you know what? He's pretty much sucked since he got to the Padres with, like Chase Headley, the exception of a few months right before the All-Star break last year. Am I wrong? I'm just going to remind you again, the smart play is to... Wait until his value is at its highest. Wait until his value I, goes up. Just I, takes any turn upward. I, I totally understand trade him at the top of his value and not the bottom of his value, which is probably right now. Right yeah. now is probably the bottom of his value. That's why, like, if they traded him right now, I'd be like, well, I'm glad that they're not building around him. But at the same time, I'd be like, eh, you probably should have waited. And then and, two years from now, when he's the Cardinals MVP. Which he will be. You'd be freaking out. Yeah. Like I said, I, I understood the Jerko deal at the time. I still understand the Jerko deal. I don't really understand getting back John Jay instead of like some 18 year old prospect or, or, you know, even minor prospect. It's someone of a Fernando Tatis Jr. level. Uh, but that that's besides the point. The point here is that Will Myers sucks. Uh, Will Myers <laughs> has sucked since the Padres traded for him. Will Myers sucked the year before the Padres traded for him. Outside of a good rookie season and about two months of good baseball last year, Will Myers has done absolutely nothing to prove that he is an all-star caliber level or worthy of the contract that they signed him to. And what's going to happen is they're going to get to a Kempian point where they're paying him significantly more than what he's worth. And they're going to have to eat a bunch of crap to get rid of that deal one day when they have a hopefully good first baseman coming up through the farm system that can replace him. All right. Uh, 
we'll move on from that. Quick breeze. I'm going to make it real quick, actually, through the NL West. I just want to give you one little take on each team, okay? L.A. right now is is doing something ridiculous. They're 31-5. and five. They're, I think I saw Joe Sheehan tweet that they're, they're like 56-16 and 16 or 59-19 or something like that this, this, since Cody Bellinger has been starting. This is how ridiculous it is. I was listening to someone talk about them the other day. It may have been Darren Smith. And I heard the phrase, the Dodgers are on yet another 10-game win streak. Yet another <laughs> right. Like 10-game win streaks just fall out of the freaking sky if you're the L.A. Dodgers, and they kind of do. I I don't think they're, they're going to make the World Series. Why not? Because I feel like they are the regular season dynamo. I feel like they're the team that you can't beat in the regular season because they, they've, they're they so chock full of stuff, and they've got all these young guys, and they're just having this super, super hot summer. And I have a feeling that come October, Cody Bellinger is going to be worn out and his magic's going to be gone, and a team is going to be able to put enough right-handed stick against that all-lefty Kershaw-Wood-Hill Playoff rotation. This is, this is what happened to them last year, right? They they met up against a team that was right hand heavy with the bats. That was a problem for them. Uh, right before the playoffs, Puig kind of fell off a cliff. Remember when Puig got sent to the minors? Yeah. Uh, so I, I I see what you're saying. It's a reasonable possibility based on history. I mean, I, it's supposed to. If this was the NBA, okay, the Dodgers and the Astros would be in the World Series for sure, and the rest of the season would just be kind of like all the the pointless posturing that makes the NBA regular seasons and playoff for the most part so boring as you just watch one sweep after another getting to the inevitable result. There is no inevitable result in baseball. I could totally see the Dodgers not make the World Series. Uh, The Diamondbacks made an interesting trade. I immediately saw some prospect type people say, whoa, major overpay by the Diamondbacks to get J.D. Martinez. Uh, Martinez really lengthens their lineup, though. That's what what I saw was the exact opposite of people gave, going, "Wait, that's all they gave up?" Yeah, yeah. Maybe I maybe I read it wrong. Um, I, I thought that was a really neat trade for the Diamondbacks, and I, I think they're sneaky. Like Granky makes them sneaky good. You Gold saw Martinez. You saw Martinez got hurt last night, right? No, did he really? Yeah. Like badly hurt? No, he he got a yeah ball hit him in the hand oh, while boy. he was up, and it, I think he's day to day, but. You know, it's, it's going to take a little bit. Um, he'll probably be fine. He'll probably be a monster for them, especially hitting there. But, yeah, he's. it was so funny. I think it was his first game with them. And it was like, boom, ball right to the hand. It's like, well, out of the game. Maybe even his first at bat with them. The sneaky guy who makes the Diamondbacks good. I'm going to talk right now quickly about two different outfielders. Sneaky guy who makes the Diamondbacks good is David Peralta, who's now leading off for them and hitting like 318. And doing great. Just like the sneaky guy who makes the Rockies lineup good is Gerardo Parra, hitting 340-something this year. Remember, he was the guy that I wanted the Padres yeah. to sign last No, offseason. I know. Uh, and, and Parra in Colorado always looked like a really good idea, and this is the year it's finally clicked in. Yep. And he's putting up those numbers. I still, having just watched the Rockies rampage over the Padres, think they're going to somehow come up a little bit short. Uh, just because of their starters, yeah, it, it, and they're they're in a weird position where they they actually do have a lot of talented starters, but they're all really young. Yeah, yeah, but you know, Buddy's got them cruising, but I'll, I'll believe Buddy in the playoffs when I see it. I like his eight nine with McGee and Holland, you know, and I, if that holds up, they're going to hold up in contention. But uh, I think they're going to wind up a little short. And uh, the Giants, boy, how about those Giants? 
This is kind of a big weekend, I think, for the tank. I, I think if the tank's really going to get on track, the Giants are going to win at least three of these games. Because wh- don't they have at least some bounce, even if it's a dead cat bounce? Isn't there some kind of bounce for the Giants coming in the second half? I don't know. I don't know. Is it based on what? I mean, they got Baumgartner back. They got Baumgartner back. What else they got? Can Pence play worse than this? I don't think it's possible. I think he has to play better. He's look. I, I hate Span that. is going to get some hits. Like I, you know, I hate. I hate to be this guy, but like when you when you go to games, when you go to a game and you see a team in person, you kind of can read like things like body language when guys are like hanging out in the outfield, and there's just no life to that team. Like Pence doesn't look like he cares. Like no, I, I, I agree I, about that. Pence, Pence just looks like he he doesn't care, and. The the whole team just looks very very lifeless. I I didn't see Baumgartner, but they they just look very lifeless. He looked good. Yeah, and um, you know he's he's always going to be good and he's always going to be fired up. And I think they'll be fine again next year. But I think I don't know if they've been told like, hey guys, let's just pack it in for the remainder <laughs> of the season and and try not to get hurt or what. But that that's really how they're playing, which is interesting. I. I... Remain hopeful that the Giants have a bounce in them that will allow the Padres to get down to last place and start truly pursuing the bottom of the board. By the way, we we have to we have to get out of here in like five minutes, so Oof. we're we're not going to have time to do movies or TV. That's Arg. Gonna, it's going to have to wait, but that's fine because I haven't finished watching Glow yet, uh, and and you haven't watched any of the movies that you. you uh, it's not you, true. I watched Drive. Yeah, you you just don't count that. Well, we'll talk about it next week. We're running out of time, and I want to bring up. Um, because you know we were we praised Andy Green so highly before the year, and and for all the things that we thought he would do, and we've criticized him recently for not being weird. And God, I wish I remember who this was, but I was sitting there in the outfield on Sunday, and there was a guy on uh, first base, second base, and Andy had some hitter in the middle of the lineup that was trying to lay down a bunt, couldn't get it down, strike one, couldn't get it down, strike two. Swings away on strike three, home run. <laughs> and and I'm, I'm screaming through the hole at bat, why are you bunting? Stop bunting! Stop giving them outs! And then, boom, home run. And I was like, thank you, baseball gods. Thank you. Maybe Andy Green will one day figure out that bunting is not good. Like, this is why... Last week, I was like, I'm sick and tired of people saying, oh, maybe Andy Green would manager of the year. And, like, they're winning more games than they should. And, like, the crazy thing is he's having his ideas reinforced. He's doing things the traditional way and having his ideas reinforced, and that is pissing me off. Because one day, he's going to be the manager of a very talented team, and he's going to be asking good players to lay down bunts in key moments, and I'm going to lose it. (laughs) Uh, so if you're out there with us, I'm going to make John at least say some things about Game of Thrones because I'm he's so up in the air with this whole thing with the dragons. But we'll talk a little drive, a little glow. Uh, next week, uh, the the family is getting a cabin uh, in South San Diego, and uh, I'll have maybe some time to, to buy the three different introspective love movies that you want me to watch. Such a softy. Soft, soft serve with two spoons. Yes, sir. Tell <laughs> I gotta watch Julie Delpy and Ethan Hawke reveal their hearts. Nothing, nothing more beautiful than love, Craig. I guess that's true. I guess that's true. Except for greatness, Padres style. We'll be back with you. I, I, I'll be in town till Thursday. So can we do one next week? We can do one next week, right? Yeah, next week will be a lot better than this week. We can do one anytime next week. I, I sure hope that's true. And we'll see you then. 
hot flashes, irritability, intimate dryness, even unsatisfying sex. Hi, I'm Dr. Alyssa Dweck, a board-certified OBGYN who has spent over 20 years helping women just like you safely find relief from these very natural symptoms without having to resort to hormones. To help my patients feel their best, I recommend products from Bonafide Health. Bonafide is a women's health company dedicated to providing women with non-hormonal and clinically validated products that work. Bonafide provides safe and effective solutions to manage a range of menopausal, sexual health, and PMS-related symptoms. That's why I recommend Bonafide products to my patients every day. In fact, I am also a Bonafide medical advisor. What I like most is that Bonafide products provide women real relief without compromise. Ladies, don't waste another minute feeling less than your best. Go to HelloBonafide.com and use code RADIO39 to save 20%. That's HelloBonafide.com and code RADIO39. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Offer valid on subscription only. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus. The Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool. Only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.